making sure that I'm actually connecting with people has become my primary focus, right? There's power in connecting with people. And if anyone mm-hmm. tells you it's not about people, then I would beg to differ. You're listening to Business Edge, the podcast for professionals looking to excel in the workforce. In each episode, our guests take a deep dive into their personal and professional experiences to give you an edge in the marketplace. This podcast is brought to you by the Commonwealth Leadership Alliance. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Business Edge podcast. This is Chrissy Vasquez, and with me is Nicole Klemp. How are you doing, Nicole? I'm doing well, Chrissy. How are you? Good, good. We are talking today with Jennifer Rayford. Jennifer, we're so excited to have you. Oh, I'm excited to be here, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. So for those longtime Business Edge listeners, Jennifer was on the podcast way back in the day talking about her exciting career in cybersecurity, but today we're going to talk to her a little bit about building your work family. Nicole, do you want to share a little bit about Jennifer's bio? Absolutely. Yeah, Jennifer has an incredibly impressive bio, so I'll try to keep it succinct. Jennifer is an experienced global executive, Lean Six Sigma Black Belt, a global cybersecurity executive risk management expert, a CISO and executive management strategy and operations advisor, an executive business process architect, organizational strategist, and writer. Jennifer protects transforms and leads Fortune 500 companies in the military, law enforcement, and government sectors by helping them operationalize cybersecurity. She is a trailblazer in building enterprise security models and built the Security Privacy Compliance and Risk Office for the world's largest prepaid processor. Jennifer has a 100% success rate getting companies certified in all frameworks and certifications and has developed a methodology to light the path for organizations around the globe. Jennifer calls Atlanta, Georgia home. Is that where we're talking to you from today? I am. I am in, I'm home. I'm in Atlanta. Awesome. Well, we're so excited you could join us today. Yes. Thank you so much. So before we jump into work, building your work family, can you just share a little bit with why you chose the path in cybersecurity? You know, I feel like we chose each other. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. my path, and we'll have to talk about that on another podcast, but the way that I wound up in security um, was an interesting one and and everyone has a different path and mine was uh, coming in from executive management and and really being able to handle multiple aspects of the business and really getting a chance through my journeys to understand the business, but I always was looking at it from a risk management lens. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what led me to this path. Um, I feel like looking back now, and, and we may have even touched on this in the last podcast, but I was operating as a CISO kind of coming out of college when, you know, like the CFO and the COO and, you know, the CEO would create these hybrid positions for me Um, And then they'd send me to various areas of the organization to solve a problem or fix something. Um, Again, always with the risk management lens. Um, So I think that it chose me and I chose it um, because it was just a natural fit for me. Um, It's something that I had a passion for. I loved doing it and I was very good at doing it. And I think that's what led me on my path, if that makes sense. No, absolutely. I love the idea that you chose each other. And I have to say 100% success rate. That's pretty impressive. So hats off to you. Thank you. 
So I want to move into, you know, you have an interesting philosophy about creating your work family. And so we wanted to talk to you about that today because I think there's mixed messages out in society and the workplace about how close you should keep your coworkers. There's some people that come from the mindset of they are your work family, you share with them, you get vulnerable with them. And then there's some people that think you keep your coworkers at an arm's length, work relationship only. Um, and there's no crossover into outside work hours. So talk to us a little bit about your philosophy in developing a work family. So interesting that you should bring that up because since we probably talked last, I have evolved in that mindset, if that makes sense. I probably was one of the ones that was maybe in the beginning of my career, maybe a little more standoffish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was because I was focused um, if you think about where I was at the time, right, you know, cybersecurity, we've talked about this before about how it wasn't normal to see um, a woman in some of the places that I was a minority. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't necessarily normal to see that. So I was already on a path where I had something I had to prove and I was always kind of moving from that perspective. But I find some parallels in where I am now and even in college when I decided to join AKSI, right? So it's interesting because I was kind of on the same path. Oh, I got to finish. I got to, you know, and then towards, you know, almost towards my, you know, the last two years of school, I decided that I was going to join AKSI and I got a family. It changed how I experienced the university, but it also changed my path going forward as well. And I owe that to AKSI. Well, I'll say my philosophy changed. And I think when we first talked, I had just come into uh, stepping into the chair position for United by Diversity, which is, um, it's a AIG group and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with, with Unisys. And I would recommend anyone that is interested in any aspects, find something that you are passionate about that you can connect with work because what's going to probably happen, kind of like with AKSI, you meet like-minded people, right? And, um, and then because it was a diverse group, I got exposed to other parts of the world. Um, so I think that just finding something that you can plug into, um, can make a difference. And I'll tell you, for me and my story, I joined um, and began sharing that. And that was always something I was passionate about. It was making sure that, you know, you can level the playing field and being inclusive. And, you know, I believe, you know, I have love for the world. And so I got to tap into that in business. Can you imagine what that's like, you know, Mm. to really start tapping into something like that? Um, And, 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 and I think what it was, was that that wall that you put up where it's, oh, don't bring your friends so close. If you Mm -hmm. see what I'm saying, I think by not having that wall, because now you've tapped into something that's very dear and the walls dropped and we were authentic, we were honest and truthful, and we developed very strong friendships out of that, honestly, believe it or not, it actually changed my whole world because um, my mindset of, you know, you can't connect or you almost are not being authentic if you are keeping people at bay. Does that make sense? Mm. No, it definitely does. It definitely does. So 
I was bringing me, my true self, my authentic self. Matter of fact, I literally had like my brother who's a chef come in and do certain things, you know? So it's like, they were, they, they got all of me, you know? Mm -hmm. And, but I think the thing about it was I tapped into creativity. I was, mm -hmm. you know, doing things that I might not have been doing on the business side or the security side. So it almost brought all of me to the table. And so what it told me, and that's why my mindset has shifted, is I believe if you bring your authentic self to the equation, I think that you can have professional situations, but you also just might get a bonus and find a you know, a family mm -hmm. at work. And so that's what happened for me, right? I got mentorship out of it, sponsorship mm -hmm. out of it, allyship, friendship, you know, promotions, leadership, all cylinders were a go at that point. Yeah. And when they tell you to go and um, you find that balance, you know, between work and family, you know, that work-life balance piece, I think that also helps you to attract positive people. You, you know what I'm saying? I think yeah. all of that has something to do with it. It came at the right time. As I, I've said this before, I manifested, you know, my position at Unisys 100%. It was everything I ever wanted. Um, and it continues to do that for me. Um, and I did not even expect that that side of the equation would even be something that I could get, which would be you know, strong. I mean, we we literally call ourselves a family. Can you give listeners an example of what previously, before you flipped that switch, if you will, what were you keeping from showing up as authentic self? And now how does it look different before and after in terms of your authentic self showing up to work? Can you give us a concrete example? Okay, I'll give you a, a good example. So you you know me, Chrissy, you know me as somebody who probably um, I always like to sparkle, right? Well, in, this, in business, I didn't really bring that part of me, but it really is me. Like that is me all day. Well, now, you know, I'm just giving an example um, of just how I presented myself, you know, later on in my career where it was like, okay, well, this is a part of me, you know, this is actually yeah. me. So now, and, 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 and I joke when, when they see me go, oh, she, you know, she sparkles, you know, but I said, I'm just bringing all of me to, that's who I am. That's what makes me happy. Right. Um, just that's just an example um, or even to the point where you know you like I said before especially in security um, you sometimes are not able to you know connect or or you can but but, but I wasn't I'll, I'll just I was coming in I was you know doing what I needed to do I was laser focused but the difference now is I know the power of human connection. To yeah. me, it's more important than anything else now. And making sure that I'm actually connecting with people has become my primary focus, right? Versus the actual control or the risk statement, because all of that comes with it. But I just find it's more effective, a more effective across the board a lot faster there's power in connecting with people and if anyone mm -hmm. tells you it's not about people then i i would 
beg to differ. And so my philosophy has changed from that perspective and it's shifted, you know, but when I wake up in the morning, Chrissy, I do something different back from, you know, you know, when I was younger, you know, where I'm aligning myself, you know, I'm meditating, I'm working out, you know, I'm intending a positive day and I'm intending that people encounter a positive uh, space when they're around me and with me. Does that make sense? You know? Yeah, that's such a good point too. And I feel like that growth and that confidence and comfort in your own skin and your own career, it, it's something that you can tell it comes with experience too. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And I think that even me being confident wasn't enough. Like I always had that part. I think what mm-hmm. I changed was my, the way I moved through the universe, right? The way yeah. I went about Um, accomplishing whatever that objective was and I didn't overlook the person in front of me just because I had a job to do Um, yeah and I I think if I could tell anyone that don't forget about the power in connection because that's what life is really all about really that's fantastic You've been listening to Business Edge, brought to you by the Commonwealth Leadership Alliance and sponsored by Madison. Now let's get back to the conversation. So Jennifer, talking more, you know, speaking to, you know, we have a large audience of young professionals. So if you had to give any just kind of general advice as they're getting started, especially, you know, the the young women or minorities looking to get into, you know, maybe a field similar to yours or another field where they feel like maybe they don't see people that look like them as much, you know, when they get into it, how can they bring their authentic self kind of getting started as they, as they start those careers? Um, I think what I could do, you know, if I were to look back and pull it up, pull all the pieces together, I would say, you know, the, the passion, you know, the purpose and, you know, whatever you're pushing towards, you know, I would make sure that those are, are key in, you know, having that good combination. So, you know, to me, this is just me. I, I find that I'm not as good or I don't put everything forth on something I'm not passionate about. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've always tried to do things you know, my entire career, I've always tried to do things that, that aligned with what I felt was on that track of passion and purpose. So I think that's definitely key. Um, I think whatever field it is that you're going into, I believe study that, um, don't ever stop reading up on it. I mean, if you feel like there's, you know, another aspect or a deeper layer of knowledge that you can get in that field, then I, I recommend doing that. And it doesn't always cost money. There's so much information out there that, you know, you can get to bring you into a place where you have comfort. Um, for me, I've always found that I gained respect because I really took the time to learn the area or learn the discipline, um, if that makes sense. So to me, the knowledge was, was really, really important. Um, I'll also say whatever it is you choose to do, believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you have a fear, I say breathe through that and just step. 
And the other thing that if this helps anybody, you know, as you're walking into, especially something like cybersecurity, because we are still, it's a, it's a very quick evolving industry. It still Mm -hmm. has a lot of room for growth and there is an opportunity for all aspects of diversity to find a home here, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So what I would say is, and this is what got me through, is um, when I'd walk in a room and I'd look to my left and I'd look to my right and I didn't see someone like myself, it didn't matter because I knew I belonged. Yeah. I believed that. I knew that just because I didn't see myself represented there didn't mean that I didn't belong. And, And that's how I approached it. And I think that the other part that I would recommend is I don't care what it is you're doing. And there are steps sometimes, you know, there's a progression, whatever that is that you have in front of you, I always say, knock it out the park, (laughs) do it to a level of excellence, keep knocking it out the park. And you'll find that, you know, you'll, you'll be right where you want to be. I also believe in having a plan. I also believe in being Mm -hmm. intentional you know, and being clear and focused in what that is, you know, but I also believe there is a thing that, you know, I can give you this now because I've now kind of, you know, stepped through it, but that balance, that harmony matters Mm -hmm. because you can get so far off into the career, working all the hours, you know, I'm only speaking for myself, working all the hours and and then not seeing your family. Right. So I don't recommend that, you know, so, but yeah, so I think it's the balance, but doing what you love, um, at work and at home. Yeah. That's great advice. And that, and that makes me think of another thing too. You, you mentioned how in your industry in particular, things move so quickly and, and it evolves so fast and things are happening. And as you said, you're, you're super busy. How do you prioritize time for, for learning and development and keeping up with, with, you know, the latest happenings in your field and, and balance that with, you know, the, the daily to do's and all the things you have to get done. How do you prioritize that? Um, well, for me, I have a routine, so, um, I've gotten pretty disciplined in my morning routine. I think that is really key. So like I said, I'll kind of start out with my affirmations and prayer and workout and all of that and meditation. And and then I have this like, almost like a soundtrack kind of thing set to where um, I get my bulletins on, you know, things around the world from a cybersecurity standpoint, certain ransomware, you know, alerts or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, you know, different things like that. So I'm always getting plugged in. If I've got a lunch hour, you know, since I'm remote, instead of, you know, let's just say being on a phone call or whatever, I'll have that hour blocked off and I'm doing a webinar on, you know, something that, you know, keeps me constantly, you know, current with things as quickly as they are moving, because that's actually my job is to help protect, you know, my company and our clients. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's that type of situation. Um, I love to read. I'm reading all the time, you know, so I still like print magazines, but I also have like on my phone, maybe 30 minutes or so where I might just be sitting and and reading CSO online or something Mm -hmm. like that. So I'm always reading. Um, 
but again, it's a passion for me. You know, that's why I said it. It's important to pick something that you really enjoy and that you really have a passion for because, you know, to really be, you know, an expert or, or to get to that level, you kind of do want to get all in with it. Right. And so that's how I do it. Um, and then training, if there's trainings that, you know, I can do, I'm, I love to learn. I always have loved to learn. So I'm always, you know, looking to do certain things like that. So those are my ways, but throughout the day, throughout the week, I might have done two or three webinars in my free time. And I'm not saying I have a lot of free time, but I try to (laughs) make that a part of it. Right. Yeah. And that's such good advice too. you know, pursue something that you get excited about because if you, if you get bored to tears by immersing yourself in it, you're going to, you're going to (laughs) hate, hate that grind. So that's, that's great to, to think about it from that perspective. Think about something that you will enjoy learning everything there is to know about. So absolutely awesome. 100%. Well, this has been so helpful. And I know we're coming up on time, but we do have a signature question that we ask all of our guests. Um, and if you answered it previously, well, maybe this will give you a chance to do a different spin. But Jennifer, tell us about a time when your personal values were challenged. What happened and how did you handle it? My personal values were challenged. You know, I think that kind of happens like all the time, you know, especially in our line of work where you are calling for a certain set of standards to be met, certain Mm -hmm. set of requirements to be met. And, you know, let's just say, you know, someone's like, well, just ignore that or, you know, or something like that. I, I just can't do that. Right. And, yeah. and, and it, and that's a commitment that I have to life, you know, but in, in business in particular, um, I have always just committed to just doing things, um, in integrity. Right. Yeah. Um, and at a level of excellence. So, the fact that I wound up in this field, you know, doing what I'm doing, I think I see it every day, you know, um, and I'm what, over 25 years now um, in that space where I stand in that. I think the last time I, I spoke about, you know, maybe when my father passed, put more focus on the family mm-hmm. uh, from that perspective. I think now I think to answer that question, I think it would be every day um, I make sure that I work at that level and I require that level and I hold myself to that standard of um, standing in and walking in integrity. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's a testament to how successful you've been in your career that you always lead with your values and integrity and that shows through in your success. And I would say that even when you look at it from a personal perspective and even in raising my two daughters, you know, I was raised that way, you know, to have that core set of values. And I'm so glad I had that because it made it easy for me to step through, you know, my journey, but I then in turn made sure that my girls had that as well. And I see the fruits of, of that in them as well. So I would say that, you know, the earlier you can start making that your everyday, every way of life, you know, kind of philosophy, I, that'd be my recommendation. Love it. 
That's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Jennifer. We really appreciate everything you shared with our listeners. It's great to talk to you again. It's good to talk to you too. And thanks for having me. I can never get enough of AK Sci. So, <laughs> well, we're so glad. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Business Edge. If you have questions, comments, or topic suggestions for us, contact us at mail at businessedge.org.